Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Welcome to the Sports Angle, live in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Let's get into it. We have seen young talent join the NFL last night. We had some of the best prospects in college football join the professional ranks. A lot of them are 21, 22-year-old, and they are wanting to succeed at the next level. They have hype. They have expectations. There's going to be a lot of money on the line. So it got your host, Rocco Raquelli, thinking. Who are the best players in sports that are age 22 and under? Now, you might be asking why age 22. Well, for starters, guys like Trevor Lawrence, players like that in the upcoming NFL draft that we are seeing right now, they are around age 21, 22. And that was the reason that got me thinking about this list. So we're going to break down the top 10 best players in the end, uh, best in sports could be NBA, MLB, NFL, NHL. They could be from any of those big four and they have to be under the age of 22 and uh, 21, 20, 19, 18, you get the idea. So at number 10 on my list, I was having to go back and forth between two players. Now, I'm going to give an honorable mention to Colorado Avalanche defenseman Cal McCarr. He is a phenomenal player in the NHL. He is going to be a top five defenseman at some point in the NHL. There's no doubt in my mind that he is the future out there in Colorado. Now, I understand that there are going to be people out there who love hockey that are going to sit there and say, uh, oh, how could you the list? Well, the reason why is because when I was going back and forth between the guy I have at number 10 and Cal McCarr, I came to the realization that the guy at number 10 is the number one player on his team. Cal McCarr is number four on the Colorado Avalanche. So because of that, I put this guy at number 10, and that is Trey Young, point guard from the Atlanta Hawks. Look, Trey Young, ever since he got drafted coming out of Oklahoma, he has had hype and expectation. I will give Trey Young credit. He has lived up to those expectations so far. Trey Young has turned into the face of the franchise in Atlanta. When you watch an Atlanta Hawks game, Trey Young is the vocal point. And before he got injured, the Atlanta Hawks, they were the fourth seed, fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. They were battling it out to potentially have home field advantage in the first round of the Eastern Conference. Trey Young has done a lot for the Atlanta Hawks, and with him only being 22 years of age, he qualifies for this list. So at number 10 on my list of the best players in sports under the age of 22, I have Trey Young, point guard from the Atlanta Hawks. I had to give that honorable mention, however, to Kale McCarr, from the Colorado Avalanche. 
Continuing our list at number nine, I have staying with the NBA, a guy who has transformed the Oklahoma City Thunder over the last couple of years. I have a guy who went from the Clippers to Oklahoma City, but he has become a great player in the Oklahoma City situation they are in, and that is Shea Gilgis Alexander, point guard from Oklahoma City. Look, he can do it all. He's an offensive player. He's a defensive player. He is that type of guy who can get the job done at the next level. I like what he has done so far, but he's going to have to do more in Oklahoma City. And I believe that with him uh, maturing and getting older and having more experience in the NBA, he will eventually become one of the best point guards in the NBA. So at number nine, I have Shea Gilgis-Alexander from Oklahoma City on my list of the best players in sports that are age 22 or under. At number eight, we're going to go to the NFL this time. And I'm going to go with a position that is very underrated. I'm going to go with a position that's undervalued. More importantly, I'm going to go with a guy that already has a Super Bowl ring, and it hasn't even been year number two in the NFL. At number eight, I'm going to go with offensive tackle Tristan Warfs from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. When he got drafted in the first round last year by Tampa Bay, it was considered a steal. Last year, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went out and got the job done. They went and got one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL to help Tom Brady, and he did just that. He has been, in his rookie season, one of the best offensive tackles statistically in all of football. Let's also analyze the fact that when it comes to Tristan Warfs, him coming out of Iowa, he has been the perfect pick to protect Tom Brady. He has been the to open lanes for Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. He has done a lot for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he made a major impact in that Super Bowl, getting a Super Bowl ring as a result. So at number eight, I have Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive tackle Tristan Warks as number eight on my list of the best players in sports at, at the age of 22 or under. At number seven, I'm going to go with a guy who just joined the league. I'm going to go with someone who just uh, is only 21 years old, but has the hype of an Andrew Luck. This is a guy that has had success on top of success on top of success. And he just joined Duval County in the last 24 hours. At number seven, I have Trevor Lawrence quarterback from Clemson. I have him at number seven because of the fact that I can't deny the championships he won at Clemson. I can't deny the surrounding this guy. I also can't deny that he will be a poster board. He will be a face of the franchise from day one out there in Jacksonville. The Khan family, they're going to want to milk as much as they can from Trevor Lawrence this upcoming season. So with Trevor Lawrence and all his accomplishments and everything he should be able to do at the next level, 21 years old at number seven, I have now Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback, Trevor Lawrence at number seven of my list of the best players in sports at the age of 22 or under. At number six on the list, I am going to go with a guy who should have won Offensive Rookie of the Year last year. I'm going to go with someone who, if you played fantasy football, he was among the best players to watch last year. He was a guy that you picked up on day one and you didn't regret it. At number six, I'm going to go with wide receiver Justin Jefferson from the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, he had an amazing rookie season. He replaced Stephon Diggs, and he made the most out of it. I mean, only 21 years old, 
Justin Jefferson looks like the next face of the franchise in Minnesota. He looks like what Stephon Diggs, what Randy Moss, what Chris Carter. He looks like what those guys did in Minnesota. That is what he could become in the next couple of years. And the fact is he is just going to keep getting better and better as he keeps going on. Don't be surprised if five years from now, Justin Jefferson is among the best wide receivers in the NFL. So at number six on my list of the best players in sports under the age of 22, I have Justin Jefferson, wide receiver from the Minnesota Vikings. Before we get into the top five, I will repeat 10 uh, to six of uh, the best players in sports that are the age of 22 or younger. At number 10, Trey Young, quarterback, uh, quarter, not quarterback, guard from the Atlanta Hawks. At number nine, Shea Gilgis Alexander, point guard from the Oklahoma City Thunder. At number eight, offensive tackle Tristan Worfs from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At number seven, quarterback Tre- Trevor Lawrence from the Jacksonville Jaguars. And at number six, wide receiver Justin Jefferson from the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, yeah, you were talking about the Jet, a Joshua Bailey. I said this, and I'll say this again. In five years, don't be surprised if Justin Jefferson is among the best wide receivers in all of football, only 21 years old, and he's already made an impact in the NFL. So at number five on our list of the best players in sports at the age of 22 or under, I'm going to go with a guy that had so much hype that they compared him to Patrick Ewing. I'm going to go with a guy that had so much hype. He was like the next LeBron James when he was coming out of high school. He's been on the cover of NBA 2K. He has been the face of the franchise ever since Anthony Davis left. At number five, I'm going to go with Zion Williamson from the New Orleans Pelicans. Look, the New Orleans Pelicans, they have made a big statement by signing this guy. And I'm not talking about his weight. I'm talking about his impact on and off the court. Zion Williamson has done a lot for New Orleans. He's done a lot for the NBA. And he has also done something that not a lot of people have done, and that is bring more eyeballs into the NBA. He is a guy that if you ask casual fans, they will know who he is. And ever since he has been 16, 17 years old, Zion Williamson has been the guy out there in the NBA. So Zion Williamson, with what he has done in the NBA, I have him at number five of the best players in sports that are at the age of 22 or younger. Can we also talk about the fact that he is only 20 years old? I mean, it's insane to consider what Zion Williamson's going to do once he gets in his prime. At number four, as we're going to get into that, Zion is a freak of nature. Absolutely. I mean, he, with his size and his build, he is a guy that can change the NBA and is doing that right now. At number four on our list, I'm going to go over to the baseball world and I'm going to talk about Fernando Tatis Jr. from the San Diego Padres. I mean, this guy is already on the cover of MLB The Show. This guy has been voted most popular player in Major League Baseball, signed one of the richest contracts in Major League Baseball. This guy has done it all at the age of 22. Fernando Tatis Jr., he is charismatic. He is entertaining. He is energetic towards the world of baseball. Fernando Tatis is what's best for business in Major League Baseball. And I've said this on my show. I've said this on the Pop Fly podcast. I've said this across the Rise Up platform. Fernando Tatis Jr. will one day replace Mike Trout as not just the most popular player in baseball, but as the best player in baseball. 
It's going to be down to Ronald Acuna Jr. and Fernando Tatis Jr. There's no doubt in my mind that they are going to be in the running for the most valuable players in Major League Baseball for the next decade. So number four on our list of the best players in sports that are the age of 22 and under, Fernando Tatis Jr. from the San Diego Padres. Now we've gotten into the bronze, silver, and gold medal on our list. At the bronze medal, we're going to go to the NBA, and I want to talk about somebody in the MVP voting for the last two years. I want to go with a guy that flirts with female I want to go with a guy that has changed the Dallas Mavericks for the better and a guy who really should have been number one overall pick when he was in that draft class. I'm going to go with Luka Doncic from the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, this guy has done amazing things. He's done incredible things for the NBA. Not only is he a magnet for the international market, not only is Luka Doncic changing the way the NBA deals with their international platform, but Luka Doncic on the court is changing the way they play the game. He can play the point guard position. He can be at the shooting guard position. He could be a point forward. I mean, this guy is the definition of a Swiss Army Knight. You put him at any position, and he can most likely get the job done. He is the guy that is putting up near 40 points almost seems like every five games. That is what Luka Doncic has done. And if you have watched the Dallas Mavericks this season, Luka Doncic is the reason why they're going to be in the playoffs. It's not Chris Stops. It is Luka Doncic. Luka the GOAT in all caps. Absolutely. Luka the GOAT. So Luka Doncic is the bronze medal on my list when it comes to the best players in sports at the age of 22 or under. At number two, we are going to go to the NFL because I could not do this list without bringing up guy that has changed the way defenses have been made. I cannot talk about the guy that ever since he came out of Ohio State, he has made the NFL have goosebumps every time he steps on the field. At number two on my list, defensive end Chase Young from the Washington football team. Now, there's going to be some people out there that are going to go, all right, he is a bit too high. There's going to be some people that are going to go, all right, he might be at the right situation, but why is he at number two? I'm going to explain. Because Chase Young has the speed and the quickness to get to the quarterback almost before he snaps the ball and gives it to the running back. Chase Young has the toughness and physicality of someone who's a defensive tackle. And Chase Young, more importantly, he is that guy that he, his bull rush and his swim can get to the quarterback and make them have black and blue, uh, black and blue by the end of the day. And Joshua, you just said it. Yeah, Chase is nasty. You know who also was nasty? Aaron Donald. When Aaron Donald first got into the league, he was a monster. You know who also I see similar to Aaron Donald? Chase Young. And the fact is, with him only being 22 years old, Chase Young is not only going to get better, he's also going to get bigger. He also is going to be more physical, more tough. He's going to be that guy that is going to be able to mess up NFL defenses for the next five to 10 years. He reminds me of Julius Peppers, Joshua Bailey. I absolutely agree with you. I watched Julius himself when he was with the Chicago Bears, one of the best defensive ends I've ever seen. I've seen Khalil Mack also as well. I mean, Khalil Mack, when he was an edge rusher for the Oakland Raiders, he made quarterback stays not so easy. Chase Young is that type of guy. So at number two on my list of the best players in sports at the age of 22 or under, defensive end Chase Young from the Washington football team. 
Before we get to number one on the list, I will repeat 10 all the way up to two just to get everybody recapped. At number 10, we have point guard Trey Young from the Atlanta Hawks. At number nine, point guard Shea Gilligas-Alexander from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Number eight, Tristan Warfs, offensive tackle from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At number seven, Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence. At number six, Minnesota Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson. Number five, Zion Williamson, power forward, New Orleans, Pel- New Orleans Pelicans. Number four is shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. from the San Diego Padres. At number three is point guard Luka Doncic from the Dallas Mavericks. At number two, defensive end Chase Young from the Washington football team. The number one pick, he can do it all. He, when he is on the MLB, when he is at the plate, he is a monster. When he is out there in the outfield, he can make plays with his glove that most people haven't seen in years. And when this guy is with his team, he lights up the dugout. He makes everybody have the different reaction. And more importantly, this guy at number one was the perfect replacement for Bryce Harper when he left to go to Philly. At number one on my list of the best players in sports at the age of 22 or younger, I have, and drum roll please, Juan Soto, outfielder, Washington Nationals. Now, there are going to be people out there that are going to sit here and wonder why I have Juan Soto from the Washington Nationals as the best player in sports at the age of 22 under. I will explain. Juan Soto has some of the best hitting I have ever seen. His mechanics, his technique, the way he plays the game. Also, he does a mental chess match with the pitcher when he's on when they're at when he's at the plate. We saw in the World Series in 2019, Juan Soto got in the head of Zach Greinke. He got in the head of Justin Verlander. He got in the head of what those pitchers were trying to do in the game. Let's also talk about the comparisons that Juan Soto has had. Scouts have compared him to Ted Williams. Scouts have compared him to Hank Aaron. Scouts have compared him to Willie Mays. You have three Hall of Famers, three of the greatest players to have ever played the game, and they have been comparisons for Juan Soto. Juan Soto defensively has an excellent glove. He is the definition of a five-tool player in baseball, and that is why I have him at number one on my list of the best players in sports at the age of 22 or under. If you agree or disagree, let me know in the chat down below. We also have a call 702-850-1284, 702-850-1284, or go on Twitter and use the hashtag #TheSportsAngle to engage in the conversation. Now, what we're going to do is we are going to take a quick break here on the Sports Angle. And when we come back, we are going to talk about how one league might collapse in on itself. It's a big one, and you're going to have to stay uh, tuned for that. So we'll be right back here on the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Raquelli. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this.
Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Let's get back into it. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Check out all the articles we have on there as well. Check out the audio, video, and live streams we have on the website. As well, go to all our social medias at The Sports Angle. Like, follow, and share all the content we have on there. Now, I mentioned before we went to break that there is one league, one billion-dollar league that could eventually collapse in the upcoming years. There is one sport that because of them turning against their fans, because of them wanting to do something completely different than what they are mainly known for, fans are turning off the channel Fans are not watching them anymore, and it is looking more and more worse for this sport. Now, here's what we're going to do. Before I announce what this sport is, we're going to break down the big four and figure out if any of them could eventually collapse in on itself. The first one is Major League Baseball. Is it possible that a 150-year league could implode over the next decade? Is it possible that Major League Baseball, with all its power and influence, could it eventually disappear? I will answer that by saying no. However, there is one major implication that could cause them to lose some of their power. For anybody who doesn't know, MLB has an antitrust exemption from the Sherman Antitrust Act. Now, what this means is that MLB pretty much is exempt from being looked at as a monopoly. If that was taken away, if there was a possibility that Major League Baseball had their exemption taken away by the Supreme Court, then the MLB would have to compete with different leagues. All these independent leagues, the American Association, all these different independent baseball leagues could eventually rise up and have some power. So understanding that, I don't believe MLB will ever implode and explode on impact. What I believe would happen with Major League Baseball is once that exemption is lifted, these independent baseball leagues would be able to compete head-to-head with Major League Baseball, be able to get some big players to eventually be in their league. So Major League Baseball, they're not going to implode, but they could lose some of their power. The NBA, the National Basketball Association, could they ever implode? I mean, a lot of people forget that this whole agenda crap, the NBA, a lot of people have turned off the channel. There have been people who have pretty much ignored the National Basketball Association For the last 12 months. I mean, there's that story that broke a couple of days ago about a bar in Cleveland that said that they would not turn on the NBA as long as LeBron James is still playing in it, which I will admit LeBron James was a savage with his comment back saying, oh, I was going to go to that bar and have a quick drink. So I will say that LeBron did have a quick comeback there. But would the NBA ever implode? Absolutely not. The NBA has so much power and influence. They have billion-dollar backers. They have billion-dollar owners. They have billion-dollar arenas. There are so much that the NBA has on their side, it will never change. Do I think that there ever could be a point in time that an independent league or maybe a league founded by former NBA players Could it ever rise up and maybe challenge the NBA? I'm not going to say that will never happen. Hey guys, this is Gabby Douglas. If you have an active lifestyle like me, hydration is key. That's why I love the hydration watermelon smoothie from Smoothie King. Blended with whole fruits, coconut water, and more electrolytes than some of the leading sports drinks. Hydration watermelon is the cleaner way to hydrate with no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives so you can recover and perform at your peak ability during the summer heat. Order online or through the app for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. 
The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. I mean, the big three with Ice Cube, I've been to that league myself. I went to their championship game a couple of years ago, and I will admit I had a fun time watching these NBA players, watching these guys who played years ago. It was fun to watch. But would the NBA ever implode? I'm going to lean towards no because of the billions of dollars they have backing it. The NFL, would the NFL ever implode? I mean, there's going to be a lot of people on one side of the political spectrum that would want it to happen. There is people on one side of the scale that have not watched it for the last four years. And there's going to be people out there that are going to be banging on doors and going, you know what? You don't need to watch the NFL anymore. They've done this, this, and this. And then you have all the TV ratings and the support collapse of ratings in the NFL, even though they forget that streaming is a thing now. So would the NFL ever implode? (laughs) Absolutely not. They are the most popular sport in North America. The American football, they are that type of situation where you know what? You can get your fix. Regardless of where it is in the world, the NFL in North America city They're going to be on your television set on Sunday. You go to a bar, the NFL is going to be on there. You go to a cafe, the NFL is going to be on. You go to a diner, the NFL is going to be on. The NFL is never going to collapse because of their near 110-year association with sports. The NHL is an interesting story. Would the NHL ever collapse if Canada decided, you know, that they never wanted anything to do with them? Would the NHL ever collapse if franchises in North America decided to pull out? I mean, there are going to be people out there that are going to try to make this argument that the KHL, the Continental Hockey League, would eventually rise to power. And I do think that if the KHL keeps on recruiting former NHL players like Ilya Kovalchuk to be in their league, I think that there's a possibility that there could be competition between the two. But the reason why the NHL is not going to collapse is for the same reason the NFL and MLB haven't. They have a 100-plus year reputation, and the NHL is Canada's second favorite sport behind beside lacrosse for some reason but canada loves hockey they love watching guys get into a penalty box after beating the crap out of each other for a couple of minutes that is what hockey is people love it so no the nhl will not collapse the nfl will not collapse the nba will not collapse and mlb will not collapse well rocco then what sport would collapse? I got one for you. And this is such a tough swallow because I was a fan of them uh, 15 years ago. I would have been the biggest fan of them. But unfortunately, I have to tell the truth. And the truth is I expect NASCAR, the National Association of Stock Car Racing, I expect them to eventually collapse with the spectrum that they are in. Let me explain why. NASCAR, over the last 15 years, has been self, um, has been pretty much bleeding themselves dry uh, due to self wounds over the last decade and a half. NASCAR, when I was eight or nine years old, was among the greatest sport you could ever watch. But now NASCAR has lost ratings. NASCAR has lost sponsors. Owners are. It's beginning too expensive for people to go to the races. There are so many people who are turning away. And also, 
the fact is NASCAR might be losing their TV uh, ratings over the next couple of years. NBC Sports announced that they are no longer going to have NBC Sports at the end of the year. Well, NBC Sports just so happens to be where NASCAR has their TV rights from. So unless NASCAR can find an agreement with somebody else, it's going to be hard for them to be broadcasted every single race like they are now. Let's also talk about the fact that they went to a playoff system that no NASCAR fan ever wanted. Let's talk about the fact they invented stage racing, which is pretty much just three periods like they do in hockey. Let's talk about the fact that the NHL has had so much of an influence on NASCAR that they have 16 uh, teams, just like they have 16 drivers that make the playoffs every single year. The NHL has tried so much, uh, sorry, NASCAR has tried so much to be the NHL that it has backfired on them a lot. And now they're losing people in droves. So my angle is that NASCAR will collapse because of the fact that they are losing ratings. They might lose their TV network. And the fact is they have a new league that's coming up to challenge them. It was reported a year ago that NASCAR legend Tony Stewart is creating his own racing league called the Superstars Racing League. And it's going to go back to its roots. It's going to go back to short tracks. It's going to go back to dirt tracks. The Superstar Racing League founded by Tony Stewart, it's going to have some of the most notable names in racing compete in it. And with that, the, considering the fact that stock car racing is now having a new their hat in, it is now going to threaten what NASCAR has had for the last 50 years. So my angle is because of that new racing league and because of the fact that NASCAR is going downhill, I say that NASCAR is going to collapse. And I won't be surprised if by 15 years from now, we will be reminiscent of all the memories we had evolving NASCAR. So you let me know if you agree or disagree with my comment, and I will read all of you, all of your comments, let your angle be heard. MLB isn't going anywhere. I absolutely agree. MLB isn't going anywhere. The only people saying they're not watching is those who think that the NFL dis Kaepernick. Well, you know what? I can understand that. It is all the changes they keep making to NASCAR and that it is getting political too. Well, I mean, all sports are getting political. If you haven't watched, ESPN is pretty much CNN+. And Josh Bailey, you agreed with NASCAR. I'm happy to hear that. So here's what we're going to do here on the Sports Angle. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I will give you the winners and the losers of the 2021 NFL Draft. And I want to give a quick thank you to everyone who watched our NFL Draft live stream last night. I definitely appreciate that. So this is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Rakelli, and we'll be right back after this.
Welcome back to the Sports Angle, live in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco Raquelli. Let's get back into it. We are now going to go over the winners and losers of the 2021 NFL Draft. Here's how we're going to do it. We are going to do six winners in this segment, and then when we take that break and come back, the next segment will be the six losers of the 2021 NFL Draft. So the first team on my list that won the 2021 NFL Draft, shout out to Ron Thomas, by the way, longtime Atlanta Falcons fan, came on during the NFL Draft live stream. Shout out to Ron Thomas for this one, because the first winner of the NFL Draft is no doubt the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons getting Kyle Pitts is a fantastic move. The Atlanta Falcons just went and got a guy that could be their pass catcher for the next decade. They went up and got a guy that could be a special talent in Atlanta, Georgia, alongside Trey Young, alongside Ronald Acuna Jr. Those guys will be the trio of youth and the faces of the franchise in Atlanta. I like what they did with Kyle Pitts. They went and got the best non-quarterback in the NFL draft. What's up, Brett? How's it going? I know, Brett, you were part of the live stream last night as well. 49ers picking Trey Lance. I called that, by the way, for everybody who, who wants to know. But back to the Atlanta Falcons, Kyle Pitts was a smash hit. I also like the fact that they drafted uh, Richie Grant, safety from Central Florida. I think that's an amazing pick by them as well. They needed to fix their defensive woes. They're going to get that with Richie Grant. So, so far, the Atlanta Falcons are winners of the 2021 NFL Draft. And the second team on my list of teams that won the NFL Draft uh, so far, I'm going to go down to Louisiana. Shout out to Dalton Smith, by the way, part of the Rise Up family. Uh, I know that you're going to enjoy, you're going to have a little smile on your face with this one. But I have the New Orleans Saints being winners of the NFL draft. I'm going to have to explain this one, so I'm going to go ahead and do so. The New Orleans Saints, they cut a lot of payroll. They made a lot of moves this offseason, and their defense were hurt because of it. So what did the Saints do in this draft? They went with back-to-back defensive players in the first two rounds. Personally, I think they went with one of the best defensive players in the first round, Peyton Turner, defensive end from Houston. I got to watch him a couple of games this year. He is a stud at the next level. Yeah, was he a reach? Absolutely. But the New Orleans Saints are used and are actually normal for reaching on players in the NFL draft. Some of them have been hits. Some of them have been misses. That's just what happens at the NFL draft. I believe Peyton Turner will be a hit at the next level. So Peyton Turner, defensive end from Houston, great pickup in the first round. And then in the upcoming round, they went out and got Pete Warner, linebacker from Ohio State. And I love this pick as well. I love this selection by the New Orleans Saints. To get uh, Pete Warner from Ohio State, he is going to be a great linebacker for the New Orleans Saints. They let go of Alex Illusioni. There has been a gap there that needed to be filled. The Saints filled it. And that's really what the draft is about. The draft is about filling those needs you have on the roster. The Saints did that. So Mickey Loomis and the Saints organization, they made a great choice with Turner and with Warner. So I'm going to say the Saints are winners in the 2021 NFL Draft alongside the Atlanta Falcons. The next team on my list that are winners of the NFL Draft, you had a high grade on Turner. I liked him as well, Blaze. I think uh, Turner is going to be a great player at the next level. The next team on my list that won the NFL Draft is, unfortunately, Blaze, the other team 
out there in Ohio, and that is the Cleveland Browns. I'm not going to try to be um, sound like a here, but I love what Cleveland did in this draft. They went out and got Greg Newsome from Northwestern, a guy from Illinois. I believe that he is going to be one of the most underrated picks in this draft. He can do it all at the defensive back position. He can be a cover. He can do a zone. Greg Newsome is this type of guy that he can be a force to be reckoned with at the next level. So Greg Newsome with the Cleveland Browns, I believe that is a great pick. And then Cleveland in the second round gets a first round talent with J.O.K., Jeremiah Usu Kamora, linebacker from Notre Dame. I've always liked that kid. I think that he has a great future in the the NFL. And you agree on the Browns, that second pick was nasty. I know, right? It was a nasty selection getting J.O.K. And I'm amazed with what Cleveland has done. Shout out to their general manager getting it done in the NFL draft. So I've talked about Atlanta, I've talked about New Orleans, and I've talked about Cleveland. Now I'm going to move down to a controversial win. This is going to definitely be controversial. I'm going to have to explain this one. And I'm going to go with the fourth selection, the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I know, the Las Vegas Raiders. I know we are live in Las Vegas, entertainment capital of the world. I will explain this. There is a joke out there that the Alabama Raiders is what this team has become. There is this idea that Alabama and Las Vegas is like peanut butter and jelly. Hey, what's up, Chuck? Uh, Definitely Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl. We're talking about the winners and losers of the NFL draft, Atlanta, New Orleans, and Uh, Cleveland I have on my winner list so far Las Vegas is also on my list I think Alex Leatherwood even though it was a bit of a reach was a perfect pick for Las Vegas they need to protect Derek Carr they need to open up lanes for Josh Jacobs they also need to buy time for Derek Carr to get the ball down the field to a Darren Waller that is perfectly what they did in this upcoming draft. The Las Vegas Raiders, they got one of the best tackles, a guy who was an Outland Trophy winner, one for uh, best interior offensive lineman in in college football. Let's also talk about the fact that in the second round, they got a first-round talent in Trayvon Mooring from TCU. Safety was a need for the Raiders, Mike Mayock and John Gruden, went out and got one of the best safeties in this draft with Mooring. I know he has had back problems. I know that he has had concerns with that. But there's a reason why he was the Jim Thorpe Award winner in 2020. He was the best defensive back in college football in 2020. And on top of that, he is a guy who can be physical. He is a guy who can be tough at the next level. And when you put him up with Jonathan Abram up at the Raiders position, I have them as winners in the NFL draft. So before we move on and continue our list of winners of the NFL draft, let's go to your comments. Let's have your angle be heard. Raiders got safety in second to redeem themselves. Hey, Chuck, you know what? I think Mooring is going to be a solid player at the next level. Browns killing it. Oh, absolutely. The Browns are killing it in the NFL draft. Bears did good to trade up. I know this is going to get brought up, so I might as well do it now. My fifth winner of the 2021 NFL draft. Call me a homer all you want. I have the Chicago Bears as winners of the 2021 NFL draft. I love the Justin Fields pick. If anybody saw my live stream last night, you will know that I had a mini heart attack when the Chicago Bears traded up. I was having anxiety. I was getting PTSD. 
from the Mitchell Trubisky situation, I was scared that they were going to draft Mac Jones and repeat themselves once again. But thankfully, the Chicago Bears made the right decision. They draft Justin Fields from Ohio State, and he looks primed to be the future quarterback of the Chicago Bears for the next couple of years. Let's also talk about in the second round, the Chicago Bears trade up and they go get Taven Jenkins, offensive tackle from the uh, Oklahoma State. Interesting enough, I actually had Taven Jenkins being a first round pick and the Chicago Bears got him in round two. What a steal by them. So Chicago Bears were a win and I have them on my list of winners in the NFL draft. Uh, agree, 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 agree. Um, you know what? I'm actually, Blaze, going to kind of disagree with Detroit. They're building up the trenches with Sewell. I agree with that. Their defensive tackles, I kind of am going to wait and see on that. I know about Levi. I've heard about him. But I just kind of wonder what they're going to do with the rest of their picks. So Detroit, I kind of have them in that middle category. They weren't winners. They weren't losers. They kind of are just in that middle category for me. The last and final team on my list of winners of the NFL draft, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I know some people are going to be shocked about this. I have a division rival with the Minnesota Vikings on my list, but hear me out. Christian Derisaw is one of the best offensive linemen in this NFL draft. Christian Derisaw is going to be perfect for Dalvin Cook. He's going to be perfect to protect Kirk Cousins from himself. More importantly, Christian Derisaw is going to allow time in the pocket for him to find Adam Thielen, to find Justin Jefferson. The Minnesota Vikings offense just got better. And in day two, the Minnesota Vikings, they made all these trades. They've traded down. They've got all these picks from the New York Jets, from the whole Seattle situation. So the Minnesota Vikings in day two picked the replacement for Kirk Cousins. They draft quarterback Kellen Mund from Texas A&M. I believe this will be one of the most underrated uh, draft picks in the NFL draft. I like Kellen Mund. I think he will be Kirk Cousins like he was in Washington. What I mean by that is that Kellen Mund will be a guy under the radar that will eventually get his time to shine. Kirk Cousins did the same thing nine years ago. So Kellen Mund going to Minnesota is a great draft choice. I also like Christian Derisaw. So my six winners of the 2021 NFL draft, I have the Atlanta Falcons, New Orleans Saints, Cleveland Browns, Chicago Bears, Las Vegas Raiders, and the Minnesota Vikings. If you agree or disagree, let me know in the comments and go into the chat and let me know if you believe your team was a winner or a loser in the NFL draft. So with us having with us having a couple minutes left here in this uh, upcoming uh, sports angle, here's what we're going to do. We are going to skip. Uh, we're going to skip the uh, one minute break. We're going to get straight into the losers. I only did four for this one. I decided to be more positive instead of negative. Six winners, four losers. So here's what we're going to do. The first loser on my list is the Washington football team. Now, I'm going to say this, and this is going to be very controversial. I'm not a fan of Jamin Davis. I feel like that was an incredible reach by the Washington football team. I mean, I think Jamin Davis could have been there in day two, but instead Washington grabbed him in day one. Also, Sam Cosme on day two. I don't really know if that's going to be a, a great decision for the uh, Washington football team. So I have Washington as my first loser of the NFL draft. I just don't like how they reached so much for Jamin Davis. 
The second loser on my list, shout out to Dennis Holmes, by the way, but I have the Philadelphia Eagles, mainly due to the fact that I don't quite understand why they had to trade up to get Devontae Smith when the New York Giants were apparently going to trade down anyway. I also heard about the fact that the New York Giants and Dave Gettleman might have not been interested in even getting a wide receiver with that pick. So I feel like the Philadelphia Eagles pretty much just played themselves by trading up to get Devontae Smith. I'm calling the Eagles losers, not because of the pick itself. Devontae Smith is a Heisman Trophy winner. I'm calling them a loser because of the fact that they had to trade up to do it. So Philadelphia Eagles, I have them on my list of the losers of the 2021 NFL Draft. Blaze, you say the Giants, uh, good second-round pick, but losers. You know what? I can't understand your point there. The next team on my list that I think are losers, and I kind of have to explain this one, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I feel like the Kyle Trask pick is going to backfire on them. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Kyle Trask, for anybody who's wondering. I don't think he's going to really transition to the next level as well as some people believe. Also, Joe Tyron, I feel like he is kind of a reach with that pick. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I feel like they kind of messed up with this draft. So I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as losers in the 2021 NFL draft. And my fourth and final team I have on my losers list, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. The reason why I have Kansas City is because really they haven't done much in this upcoming draft. You got Creed Humphrey. That's going to help Patrick Mahomes from not dying on the field. Nick Bolton, I'm not the biggest fan of personally. I don't think that he will transition well at the next level. And on top of that, Kansas City had to put their feet up and pretty much just do nothing in day one. So Kansas City, I had them as losers in the NFL draft. I also have Tampa Bay. I have Philadelphia. And I have Washington. So you let me know in the comments if you agree or disagree. And give me who you believe are losers during the 2021 NFL draft. So if us having a couple of minutes left here on the show, I want to remind everybody that the Sports Angle is live Monday to Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. I'm your host, Rocco Raquelli. Follow me on social media at the Sports Angle and at Rocco Raquelli. And go to our website, thesportsangle.com, to check out our articles and everything we have content-wise. So until next time, rock on, and we will see you next time. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com. Let's clear the air. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 